Hey, welcome to James Crowley's Infinite Playlist, the podcast where I try to hear every song that's ever existed. I'm coming at you with another very special election-themed episode. That is why this is coming out on Tuesday rather than Wednesday. Um, I don't know what the mood is going to be tomorrow, and I don't want to risk it with this silly and fun episode. This week, Frankie Becerra and I are commemorating Kanye West's very memorable um, 2020 presidential campaign with an episode of Kanye West songs. It's all Kanye songs, songs that feature Kanye, songs that Kanye had a hand in, and uh, we we really get into it. Frankie and I are both big fans of his, and um, yeah, it was this was the, we've talked about doing this. It was a long time coming. Uh, If you're listening to this on Tuesday, please go vote. It's incredibly important. If you are looking for a mostly serious election episode, listen to the episode I released last week with Marissa Winkowski, where we discussed music of the Trump era. Um, It's a much more sober and somber conversation, but it's also uh, still a lot of fun. A lot of, uh, there's still a lot of fun things to be had in that one. Um, But this week, Frankie and I, we're just talking about Kanye West. So before I get into that, uh, please follow both of us on social media. I'm at James P. Crowley on Instagram and TikTok. I'm at James P. Crowley 68 on Twitter. Frankie is Frankie underscore Becerra on Instagram, and he's Frankie's your fave. Uh, that's fave without an E on Twitter. Uh, and Frankie also asked that I plug kindness. So yeah, let's get into it. And if you haven't already, uh, go vote once again. That's the most important thing. Go vote. I miss the old Kanye, straight from the gold Kanye, chop up the soul Kanye, set on his goals Kanye, I hate the new Kanye, the bad mood Kanye, the always rude Kanye, spazzing the news Kanye, I miss the sweet Kanye, chop up the beast Kanye, I gotta say, at that time I'd like to meet Kanye. But uh, See, James, what are, we, what are we playlisting today? Well, I was gonna say, before we get into the playlist, is there anything you've been listening to lately that you want to shout out quick? Yes, actually. Hold on, because I, I remembered. I know this is a question that gets asked on this uh, yeah. this podcast of sorts. Uh, I'm loving the new Black Thought album, Streams okay. of Thought, Volume 3. Big fan of that. Um, I love the new Marin Morris song. I told you about that. Uh, Marin, right. Mor- Marin Morris recently released the Country Fuck the Police, and I think it's fantastic. Um, I downloaded a album... Uh, about from this uh, uh, this what's what's the genre the Spanish singer so I guess it might be flamenco uh, her name is Lola Flores she my grandma was a fan of hers I actually found the vinyl in my grandma's house then downloaded the album onto my phone because I didn't want to take the record from my grandma uh, and I've also been listening to uh, Pure Heroin by Lord a lot because that's my favorite no, autumn album I should revisit that it's been that. a while yeah that's a Honestly, I I know I know you're a Lord fan. I would genuinely call Pure Heroin as good as Melodrama. Yeah, I, I could see that. I've heard the argument. I think I think the growth is notable, but I think they're they're it's it's very hard for me to choose one over the other at any given moment between those two. Maybe, maybe I'll have a Lord Day tomorrow. I, I fully encourage that, especially in the middle of October. That's a great time for a Lord Day. But is that is that everything you've been listening to lately? That's been the main crop. Also preparing for this playlist, but other than that, that's been the main that's been my main rotation lately. Well, so let's get into it. To celebrate 
his historic run for president. First run, because I, I feel like it might not be the last. Yeah, uh, no, I think we've seen the last of this. Uh, Kanye West. We're, we're doing a Kanye West playlist day. Yeezy season is truly approaching. Um, it is. And we talked, we kind of talked about this, I think, when we did the Jesus is King episode. We, I honestly, I'm pretty sure I brought this up to you when you started this podcast. Just the idea of doing a Kanye-specific episode. And I called dibs on doing it then. And I also started working on the playlist that day. <laughs> um, I have had, so I've had this playlist in my phone for that long. And I would listen to it every once in a while and make changes to it every once in a while in preparation for when this day would come. I'm at, that actually, so I, so I'm not in that situation, but that makes me feel a lot better because yeah. I have certain playlists already like set up or ready to go. When you, or, if you ever find yourself wondering who's the most dedicated guest I've ever had on the show. This is true. This is what episode five. It could be an easy poll. Yeah. A fan it's, favorite, me. I would so, if not exactly. Which, by the way, listeners, if you're not following me on Instagram, take a moment, pause the show if you need to. Frankie underscore Becerra. I'm trying to hit a thousand followers by the end of this calendar year. I think I deserve it. So, if you agree, thank you. And uh, if you already follow Frankie and think I follow too many people, just unfollow him and follow me instead. <laughs> If, if for some reason you're listening to this podcast and you follow me but not James, yeah, that's like congratulate yourself for good decision making, I guess. <laughs> um, before we get into the playlist, well, so you've been, had this kind of in the the loop for a little while. Did and I mean, you texted me some last minute changes, yes. but what did you make any adjustments? Because uh, we've only we've only talked about doing this now for like a few days, really. I would say, aside from the order of the songs, it is probably eighty percent what it was like two months ago. Okay, cool. I would say. I think I threw this together when we said we were going to do it, and like it was. Th- this was. You definitely sent it to me faster than I expected to get it. Yeah. Well, because this, it's easy having the the limitation of like, okay, it's just this artist. Just just an artist. Yeah, that makes sense. And I mean, since we're, since we're celebrating Kanye's presidential run, I tried to kind of like pick songs that I felt applied. Okay. See, I did, I did just like these, I don't, and if I'm being honest, I've been hesitant to say, this is my Kanye top 10. Yeah, but I, I definitely this, didn't do that. This is okay. Good, that makes me feel better about your choices. But um, <laughs> but I definitely did like. I wanted to create and cultivate a very good ten track Kanye West playlist. You you know what? Apple Music will have like an artist's essentials. Yeah, the essentials. This again, it might not be the essentials, but this is like, and again, this is a a playlist that I feel good listening to as a whole, as a unit. And I love every song. And as I'm looking at it, a lot of these are more or less some of, if not all of my favorite Kanye songs. No, you got, you got a lot of good ones. Um, I did get, I did get some favorites. I intentionally didn't put others. um, But you know, we'll, we'll get into that as we get going, but uh, let's hop right into it with your first song which was To the World, which also features uh, Tiana Taylor 
and R. Kelly. Raise up like praise the Lord. Did the fast show and the tour. This the movie and the score. This is a ghetto opera. Francis Ford Coppola. I need a new crib to hold my plaques. Rick Ross it told me that. Starting controversial right off. I want it. Uh, yeah, I want it to be controversial right off the jump. It's a Kanye <laughs> playlist after all. Tell me about this one. So this is the opening track off of Cruel Summer. I wanted to open with an opening track. I almost put this on the opening track playlist when you did an opening track episode a while back. And right. I sent my own playlist of that. Um, but I didn't. I instead went with a different Kanye song. But this is just like, this is, this is a song that if you're not like someone that's actively listened to Kanye's entire discography and you're listening to this playlist, you're probably hearing this song for the first time. Yeah. Not, I thought this song should have been better. I think maybe if R. Kelly wasn't on it, it probably would have gotten a little more shine. Um, Well, this came out in 2012. This was uh, at the time. Yeah, this was 2012. Yeah, R. Kelly was still an okay person. I have a very distinct memory of this album coming out uh, right before my 18th birthday during uh, the the fall of 2012. And that weekend... um, that weekend just happened to be the week that my family's timeshare uh, has us at our our timeshare in Lake George. And so we went up for the weekend and I remember listening to this album, not only the entire ride up, but the entire long weekend that we were up there. And this was a song that I kept coming back to over and over again. And that's an album with heavy hitters. I'm going to say some of them because they're not on our list, but that's an album with songs like Mercy and Click and the Don't Like remix, and New God Flow. Like, there's a lot of, yeah, like, there's, yeah. big songs on, like, anthem-level songs on that record. But To the World is one that I kept coming back to, and it was just, like, there, there's just, like, I, I, I love the beat, I love the vibes, I love the energy with it, and it does something that it will probably come up again in this playlist, in this conversation, that I love when Kanye does, because after Kanye got with Kim and they started dating officially, Every once in a while, Kanye would throw lyrical references to other Kardashians into his songs. And so he has a line where he says, um, it's something like, uh, we're in a galaxy that y'all cannot visit. That's my reality, so get off my Scott Disick. And that's just fun to have a little Scott Disick reference in there. And so I just, I loved that. I thought that was fun. But yeah, this is... Big, it's probably the only song by R. Kelly that I'll actively listen to, ever. Um, not even the Ignition remix? Uh, I won't actively listen to it, but that's I won't fair. turn it off if someone else is. See, that's bad ally. Um, okay. If I'm at a party and someone puts on the Ignition remix, the party's over. Well, I'm screaming at I'm people. not at a party right now because... <laughs> Um, no, I dug this one. I, it's entirely possible I've never heard this song prior to this playlist. Um, cause like, I don't, I admittedly don't really fuck with the Cruel Summer stuff. Like, I know the singles. I don't love the singles. Cause I, I'm like a Kanye album dude. But yeah. like, 
I really dug this. And I mean, it's like Kanye's last line too. R. Kelly and the God of Rap shitting on you. Holy crap. It's great. I wish it wasn't R. Kelly, but yeah. The bravado of it, the energy. Yeah. Yeah. Again, again, I also wish it was... I. Anyone else, pretty much. Here's the thing. Here's the the only thing that makes it almost okay that it's R. Kelly. Because if it wasn't R. Kelly on this song, it would have been Chris Brown. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of, I don't know. That's apples. It's apples to apples. It's it's a lateral move at that point. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. uh, But like I said, start off problematic. It's a Kanye playlist. You're going to, it's going to happen. That's totally fair. I didn't start off problematic. I kicked it off with power. I'm living in that 21st century, doing something mean to it. Do it better than anybody you ever seen do it. Screams from the haters, got a nice ring to it. I guess every superhero need his theme music. No one man should have all that power. The clock's ticking, I just count the hours. Stop tripping, I'm tripping off the power. Um, because every superhero needs a theme music. Um, And I also figure, you know, Kanye, he's running for president. You know, if I'm going to a Kanye West rally, right, Right. and he's walking out on stage, it's got to be the power. Power power is probably, it's, I know I said I didn't go all favorites. Power might be my favorite Kanye song, just because it's... That's, That's a reasonable choice. Yeah, it's just so good. It's so hype. And, like, it just kind of, like, everything about it I love. And I love, like, the, the version he performed on SNL where he tra- changed the whole verse. So and that the, he didn't have to say... Fuck SNL and the whole the cast. The whole cast. But, <laughs> like, you know... If, I also like that version because he manages to effectively use the word disestablishmentarianism, like, perfectly in a rap song. And it fits and it flows and it works. Yeah, no, that verse is, it's just so good. And it's like, you know, he very easily could have changed SNL to anything else. Yeah, exactly. He could have made it fucking mad TV. In the it, whole it would have been so easy to say TMZ. It's three other letters of people he doesn't oh, like. Exactly. Like, <laughs> could have been MTV. There were yeah. so many options. But, um, but I think yeah. that you and I both started off with a similar energy. Yeah, well, because, like, especially when you start with Kanye, I think the thing Kanye does incredibly well is have songs that are braggadocious and are high energy. And, like, when you put put either of those songs on and you're driving in your car or you're about to go on stage or you're about to do anything, you're like, oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah. Power is a very good, like you said, walk-on song. But what I said was power is just the perfect walk-on song for anything. Like if I give a TED talk, I'm going to walk on to power. <laughs> I feel like that doesn't, I feel like that's weirder energy. Depends what your TED talk's about. Perfect. My TED talk might be about the power of power. <laughs> um, that would probably resonate with Kanye. But um, your next pick was All Falls Down. West side, we don't set this party, y'all cry. Man, I promise. She's so 
self-conscious She has no idea what she doing in college That major that she majored and don't make no money But she won't drop out her parents to look at her funny Now, tell me that ain't insecure The concept of school seems so secure Sophomore three years ain't picked a career She like, fuck it, I'll just stay down her and do it Cause that's enough money to buy her a few pairs of new ears Cause of uh, from the college dropout featuring Silena Johnson. I realized I'd never said her name out loud. I think it's just pronounced Selena. It probably is. Um, don't know if she ever had a career after this. Really. Yeah, because I think he says, um, in the end, he says, Selena, you just like a safe bell, you saved my life. Oh, okay. So I think it is just that. But yeah, this is probably my favorite Kanye song, I would say. And I don't think that's that's probably not like, uh, a, a, a radical opinion. I'm sure this no. is a giant song for a lot of people, but I am one of those people. So. This um, this was originally in my playlist, and then we, but we I, talked I threatened about it. your life. Exactly. If you don't drop it, I'm going to drop you. Exactly. You were like, I get it, or I'm not doing the fucking podcast. Exactly. I stormed <laughs> off Christian Bale on a movie set style. Um, but tell me a little bit about this one. This is just like, it's very, it's, it's a very vulnerable song while still being a great song as far, even if you're just listening to it on a surface level, like background at a party, you're having a fun time because it's a yeah. banger. But like lyrically, if you get in, you, it, it's not often you're hearing a rapper talk about, talk so openly about his insecurities and being able to relate to it as well, especially a rapper in 2004 on his first album. Yeah. Like if, if you're, if you consider the time and place, this is a risk of a song and it, and it was extremely well received despite that and still lives on, I think. Well, I think that's kind of what set Kanye apart from, from the start of his career where it was just like, Oh, you know, I'm gonna be honest and talk about myself. Cause even though, you know, rappers w- were honest and authenticity was always praised. You know, it's much easier to be, you know, a rapper that's singing about like guns or sex or drugs and, and or whatever. It was also easy to say, get the fan base first. Yeah. And then you can be vulnerable with them. Yeah. But I think that that's always been kind of what happened with Kanye. And I mean, I also, one of the reasons I liked this song especially kind of to go with this theme was also just because this was kanye being political and like really speaking up especially in that third verse yeah and uh now reality aspects yeah yeah and and this and that's that's a theme we're going to touch on a lot yes but but yeah again just just another fantastic songs probably one of my favorite songs of all time i would say that one that's fair yeah, no, I think especially for people, because there are people that don't like Kanye after, like, the first two or three albums. Yeah, a lot of people will, will tell you that they dropped off after graduation. Yeah. And which, which I think is, is insane, personally. I mean, I get it, though, just because, like, after... I, I get it, but I, I fully disagree with it. Yeah. <laughs> I just think that those are people that, like, preferred that early stuff like i always think of like that i i feel like that's a lot of people that that's when they stopped listening to a lot of for lack of a better term modern rap 
Yeah, they just kind of liked it the way it was. Because this was still Kanye just kind of blending in and being a whatever rapper. Yeah. Um, I also realized I was going to mention it before while you were talking about costumes, but you're also wearing a Yeezy 2020 shirt. Yeah. Um, which I assume was intentional, but... Yes, I, I did put it on just for this. Uh, my cousin got this for me for Christmas. I think it was the year Kanye said he was going to run for president at the VMAs. Oh, wow. Uh, back when we didn't think the world was going to be a bad place. <laughs> Especially not in 2020. Yeah, I think that was 2015 when that happened, but who knows. Right, well, because he was like, because that was the year Trump and Hillary were running. And I don't even think he said in 2020. I think he said in 2020. I'm running for president. Yeah. Oh, no, he did say 2020. And then, yeah. Yeah. I forgot. Yeah. And then when his Trump stuff came out, he was like, I'll wait till 2024. Right, exactly. But here we are. <laughs> Let's roll on into my next pick, which was Murder to Excellence from Watch the Throne with Jay-Z. Um, I just kind of kept with the police brutality because, I mean, I think that that's... A, a parallel between our picks in this spot. Yeah. Just because, I mean, I think that especially with Kanye running for president, this is an issue he needs to address. I don't necessarily like the way he's chosen to address it to some extent in uh, recent days. But I think that at the time that this came out, this was very well done and very kind of... This is definitely a highlight on Watch the Throne, which I think think Watch the Throne genuinely doesn't get enough attention. I think it's such a good record no i for i forget about it and like i had you know i had to kind of revisit this album while making this and i was like oh yeah this song has this album has bangers because usually people just think of paris later say that again Um, i i i liked your tweet earlier today when you said uh that basically you forgot how good of a rapper Jay-Z was. This is the oh, first Jay-Z feature in a very heavy Jay-Z playlist. There's a lot of yeah. Jay-Z appearances on this playlist. So it makes sense that you had this, this revelation almost today. But yeah, there's a reason that Jay-Z is fucking Jay-Z. Like, yeah, I like, well, I think because like you end up, what I end up thinking with Jay-Z is like Jay-Z is a totally competent rapper and like he does good songs and you could throw Jay-Z on a track and he'll do okay on it, you know, but then like listening to this and then some stuff coming up later, I was like, Oh yeah. He like, is he is the amazing. totally competent rapper. Like, yeah. He, he <laughs> and very frequently does not miss. Yeah. So I, I don't know this song I just really enjoyed and I forgot how heavily Kanye is on this song too. For he, the record, this is, a, this is a Kanye giving you statistics song. Yeah, just because like I was kind of like when I put it on, I was like, I don't know if I could actually include it because I remembered you know murder black on black murder, but I was like, 
oh, this is a, I was like, this is mostly a Jay-Z song. And I'm like, oh no, he's got that, I'm from the murder capital where they murder for capital. Great fucking line. And they do, I think, I think another thing about Watch the Throne, they do a very good job of keeping a balance throughout the project. Yeah. There's very infrequently like, like Jay-Z, like, doing doing the heavy lifting or Kanye doing the heavy lifting. Also great hook from Frank Ocean on this. This was part of is that, that Frank Ocean. That is Frank Ocean. Yeah. This was part of that early 2010s where like Jay-Z made sure to pe- put Frank Ocean on as much as he could. Like, <laughs> like I didn't realize album, it was him on uh, this one. Magna Carta Holy Grail. Frank's on there a lot. Frank's on Watchers of the Throne quite a bit too. I mean I knew he's on No Church in the Wild, correct? Yeah. yeah. Here's the thing. I, and I'm comfortable enough to say this. I don't fuck with Frank Ocean, like, at all, really. He's on two of your picks. Oh, wait, no, you have the version of that song that he's not on anymore. Well, uh, well I think I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, I don't want to spoil it, but I'll, I'll mention it when it comes up. Yeah, not a big Frank Ocean guy. He okay. just hasn't, I, like, get it. Which is interesting, because you're sad. Yeah, I, like... <laughs> I don't know. I think I this, put is, on... this is where this is where, and we've discussed this before. You and I are different types of sad. <laughs> it's true. I don't know. I've like put on Channel Orange, and I can appreciate it. I listened to Blonde when it first came out, and I was like, okay, I dig this. But like, it really just like, it's never stuck with me. That's interesting. Yeah. So I don't know. But uh, let's roll along into your next pick, which was No More Parties in L.A. I'm out here from a very far away place. All a chance to be a star. Nowhere seems to be too far. No more parties in L.A. Please, baby, no more parties in L.A. Uh, no more parties in L.A. Please, baby, no more parties in L.A. Uh, no more. Los Angeles. Please. Shake that body, party that body. Please. Uh, from the life of Pablo, featuring Kendrick Lamar. This is a very fun song, I think. And this yeah. is a song where um, I remember exactly where I was when I heard it for the first time. It was in the 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 roll up to Pablo. Uh, Kanye had said that he was going to be doing uh, Good Fridays again. Right. And Fridays was originally in the roll up to Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, where he would put out a new track every Friday. Sometimes it would be from the album, sometimes it would just be single, standalone. Right. And so we weren't 100% sure if No Poor Parties in LA was going to be from the album, but we were sure that Kendrick Lamar was on it. And a Kendrick and Kanye collaboration in, God, I want to say this was 2015, maybe um, early 2016. I don't- I don't know when this specifically came the out. Album the album itself was the pre- Yeah, the album's 2016. Yeah, but anyway. I, I do kind of feel like I was in my second semester senior year when it came out, so maybe. Yeah. Because, like, like I said, the album itself was definitely, uh, like, early spring of 2016. So I remember driving. Right. do it a lot. But anyway, I remember just, like, getting home from work. My coworker and I had been talking about this all day because – Kanye said he was going to post it and coming home and hearing it and listening to it and being just like so fucking amped. And Kanye has that line where he says, and I know a lot of y'all thought I wouldn't rap like this again, but the writer's block is over. And I remember just hearing that and being excited because we had not heard much from him for a while. 
And so I, w- I was like, good, I'm glad the writer's block is over. I'm, <laughs> I'm excited to get this album. And we got Pablo, and Pablo was a fucking experience, man. There's plenty of Pablo on this list, but, like, it's just, it's, it's another high energy, just good times, good feeling. I love, I love a good exchange back and forth with a feature where they can just, yeah. like, go back and forth with each other. This and my next pick both have that big time, I think. And I think, and this is also a part in the playlist where, like, I specifically made my playlist to, like, start with this energy. And I think this carries in the energy from the previous two songs well. 100%. Because I also feel like, you know, your first two picks, now I have to go back and look. (laughs) Your first two picks are, like, kind of, like, perfectly paired where, like, it's hype and then it's something that, like, you can love and, so, and enjoy when it's chill. Yeah. But then, like, this is kind of, like, really, like, great mood music. But you can also pay attention and, and pick up on. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, revisiting this, because admittedly, this isn't a song I come back to a lot from Pablo. But, like, coming back, I remember the the line, as far as real friends, tell all my cousins I love them, even the one that stole the laptop, you dirty motherfucker. Just being like, oh, shit, that's amazing. I I have a shirt with that line on it. Not the whole line, but it says, it just says, tell tell all my cousins I love them on it. And I I love that shirt. And uh, there were, I almost, I almost had four Pablo songs on this playlist. Yeah, there's... I didn't want to be. I didn't want to be that heavy with it, but this was this was one of the ones that made the cut. There's a lot of standouts. How many real Kanye friends shirts? actually was one of the ones I almost put. How many Kanye shirts do you own? I have Just because you mentioned it, I have the two that are Pablo quotes. The one I'm currently wearing. I well, here's the thing. I don't think I. I don't think any of what I have is official Kanye merchandise. Right. Um, I have I have two Life of Pablo lyric t-shirts, one Life of Pablo lyric sweatshirt. I have this Yeezy 2020 t-shirt, and then I have two shirts where um, one has a picture of a fish fillet on it, and it says "Watch she order fish fillet," and another one has a picture of croissants on it, and it says "Hurry up with my damn croissants." Right. So I think that's six total. That was just like my curiosity. I, I think that's it. I've been meaning to get. I've been meaning to get one that's just like an album cover, but I bought an Outcast one instead recently. I can't think of a Kanye album cover that I, eh, I would get the Yay cover on a shirt. That's fair. That's a good one. I, I almost <laughs> bought a college dropout one. Um, that's also the early ones are generally pretty good. Yeah. Um, I remember. I remember being. I was probably either twelve or thirteen years old which would make it either the summer of 2007. It was probably the summer of 2008 because my camp counselor had a shirt from the Kanye graduation tour. And I wasn't that big of a Kanye fan at the time, but I remember seeing it and thinking that's really cool. And then you became a Kanye fan just because you liked the shirt. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I remember remember just being like, damn, he's cool. Shout out Alex. Never, Um, Never responded to my Facebook friend request. Maybe he will. Maybe one of these days. Alex, if you're listening to James's podcast. Um, now, I used to have a St. Pablo tour t-shirt, and then I got blood on it, um, so I threw it out. I'm surprised the St. Pablo tour t-shirts didn't come with blood on them. 
Um, yeah, they should. But no, I like I wrecked. It was a white shirt, and I gashed oh, okay. my hand one night when I was wasted. Um, now you have more Taylor Swift shirts than Kanye shirts. This is true. I've thought about buying um, like a knockoff Yeezus shirt. I'm pretty sure I, the three. I'm pretty sure the two uh, Pablo T-shirts and one Pablo hoodie are knockoff. I bought them on Amazon. They look exactly like the merch from that tour. Yeah. And I don't care if they're quote unquote real or not. I like them. So. Yeah. I mean, I don't feel bad taking money from Kanye. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, in a way we're just, we're really just supporting small businesses. Exactly. That's why I'm like, Oh, and I'll go on Etsy and buy it. Now more than ever in these uncertain times, we're in this together. I'm cutting that whole part out. <laughs> <laughs> Let's oh, yeah, roll on in. No more parties in LA. I'm gonna roll on into my next pick, which was New Slaves from Jesus. My mama was raised in the era when clean water was only served to the fairer skin. Doing clothes, you would have thought I had help, but they wasn't satisfied unless I picked the car and myself. You see, it's broke, nigga, race him. That's that don't touch anything in the stove. And it's rich, nigga, race him. That's that come in, please buy more. What you want? A Bentley, fur coat, a diamond chain? All you blacks want all the same thing. Used to only be niggas. Hey, by playing, spinning um i was between this and black skinhead that makes sense um, they're they're kind of two sides of the users coin i would say yeah and i mean i think that there's kind of the same thing but i i liked the political messaging in this yeah and i i, I think I remember you know the better of the two i would say yeah i think that it depends on like what type of mood you're in. Cause I mean, I think if I'm like angry and I want to like feel mad about things, it's this one. But I think if I'm trying to have a fun night out, it's black skinhead. Kanye has said that the second verse on new slaves is the best rap verse of all time. What's the second? Oh, I throw these Maybach keys. Um, And I I don't necessarily agree, but that's just, that's an opinion that's out there that he specifically holds. Uh, it's not, but I will say I don't even think it's the best rap verse of all time. No, I I also disagree. But I will say I think about the line "fuck you and your Hampton house." I'll fuck oh, your Hampton spouse every day. Yeah, um, yeah, that's and, that's that's one that lives in your brain. Yeah, and I think that got a lot of lines like that. Yeah, and I like the fact that he's just kind of like, oh, you know, this is he he's singing. This was a moment that he was talking about real shit. And on Jesus, there's a lot of darkness and a lot of, you know, intense emotions. But at this point in time, I never thought, oh, I'm going to hear Kanye talk about political issues. And here he's talking about privatized prisons and things. Kanye, and... Kanye on this song has a message that is something that I've been saying for years, which is capitalism is a prison. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, it's just kind of, you know, uh, I never thought we'd see this part of Kanye again when this album came out, and I was like, oh, this is amazing. This is yeah. great. And, like, you know, I dig it. I don't know. And also, I'd rather be a dick than a swallower. Oh, of course. In this economy? Always. Yeah. I don't know. Although, I don't know, COVID, taking jobs... We're all going to need to be swallowers. Yeah. Well, with all the goings on. Exactly. And I just pulled up the 
the rap genius page and saw Frank Ocean's on this one also. Um, oh yeah, he's the voice at the end. Yeah, which didn't that realize. That was the one I was talking about though. You, it's, it's a different one. I, I, I'm pretty sure I know which one you're talking about. It's your but it, Right, yeah. Um, but it, it's a different, separate track. <laughs> but let's roll on in to your next pick, which was Otis. Yes. From Watch the Throne. Yeah. New watch alert. New blows. Or the big face rolly, I got two of those. Arm up the window through the city. I'm a new slow. Cut back, snap back. See my cut through the holes. Damn, easy and hope. Where the hell you been? Niggas talking real reckless. Stop, man. I adopted these niggas. Put them coming in. Now I'm about to make them tuck their whole summer in. They say I'm crazy, but I'm about to go dumb again. They ain't see me because I pulled up in my other bins. Last week I was in my this is, I think, one of both Kanye and Jay-Z's most underrated songs of all time. Oh, 100%. And, and it was still a huge hit at the time. And I, I just think it's like, like, about, like, uh, like I said about No More Parties in L.A., it's just so good just back and forth between the artists. Like, I love, love, love to hear them have that kind of chemistry, especially when it's two rappers going back and forth bar for bar. And it's just like, oh, it's so good. It's so like, the energy is, it's, it's, it's just great. It's, it, there's a video of them performing it at the VMAs the year that it came right. out. That's just such a good video. Genuinely, if you've never seen it, pause it. Go look that up. Kanye and Jay-Z doing Otis at the VMAs. Watch that video. After you're done watching that video, follow me on Instagram and then come back and listen to the rest of the episode. Uh, actually, you know what? Don't come listen to the rest of the episode yet. Then go watch the music video. Have you seen this video, James? I have. I have. The video, it's so good. Aziz Ansari is just like very casually in the video, just fucking hanging out. This was back in 2010, so he wasn't, or like 2011, wasn't, so it wasn't problematic. He yet. wasn't Aziz. Yeah. Yeah. Or no, he was still kind of Aziz, but he wasn't like problematic Aziz yet. Right. He was. He well. He wasn't like massively famous Aziz yet either. He, he was, was like no, famous, he, but he was on his way there. He was famous enough to be in a fucking Kanye and Jay Z. Yeah, that's true. So not bad. But this was that was around the time though that I think that Aziz's biggest claim to fame was he would tell jokes about telling jokes to Kanye West. He was on Parks and Rec already. Yeah, but that wasn't a claim to fame yet. Yeah, that's Parks, Parks, Parks hadn't hit its stride yet. But yeah, yeah. I agree. He, he was kind of known for that. But I, I've also, I've also come around on Aziz. Um, have you watched Sam J's Netflix special? I know Not I've yet. recommended it to you, but I've, you I've been putting it off. It. She. I've has, been too depressed to watch comedy. <laughs> that's reasonable. But Sam uh, Sam J's Netflix special is probably my favorite thing I watched all summer. She has a joke about the whole Aziz Ansari situation that is so fucking funny. I literally had to pause it. You talked about this. Yes. I've mentioned this yes. specific and that's how much it stuck with me. <laughs> you haven't talked this, about it. <laughs> I said this to you. And I think Andreas the week after I watched the special and I'm still fucking talking about it months later. That's how good that is. I'll, I'll try to watch day, it. Too. I'll, I'll try to watch that. Maybe I'll watch it this weekend. Yeah. Um, I took days off work this weekend, so, you know, I oh, got good. all the time in the world. Good, definitely do it. But yeah, Otis um, is a great fucking song, dude. Absolutely. And also, 
I will say this song gave me my favorite chance line of all time. Okay. Which my favorite chance verse is his verse in Ultralight Beam. Yeah. And he references the, you know, the great, now I can't find it. Cause now I just know I, I made Jesus walks. So I'm never going to hell. Oh, I got seven passports. I'm never going to jail. I made yeah. Jesus walks. So I'm never going to hell, yeah. which like, my favorite part in that verse is probably when he's like, I made Sunday candy. I'm never going to hell. I met Kanye West. I'm never going to fail. Or no, no, He says, uh, I met Kanye West. I'm never going to fail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's like probably my favorite chance line. And that doesn't exist without this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's keep on rolling along into my pick, which uh, was Wash Us in the Blood featuring Travis Scott. Take some rain, no song, rain on one more. Rain come, rain come, come shine, come rain, come on. South side, let it bang. Outside, let it rain. Rain down on the pain. Rain down on the slain. Rain down for my mom. Rain down on the farm. Shower us with your love. Wash us in the blood. Drop this for the thugs. No, I grew up in the mud. The top is not enough. Wash us in the blood. Is it anybody here? Um, I was tempted to remove this after, um, after sending you the playlist because admittedly I haven't listened to this song super closely and I included it very specifically because it was a more recent Kanye song. Um, and I wanted just kind of to have everything. Um, I personally would have removed it. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, because I also didn't realize this was a uh, a pro life song. Yeah. To some extent. Yeah. This is, yeah. <laughs> I don't hate this song. I don't hate this song. Don't get me wrong. I was I was excited when it came out because I was yeah because I was excited to get new Kanye and it wasn't bad. Um, yeah. I'm not a huge Travis Scott guy personally. I'm not either. But. No, yeah, I, yeah, I ended up thinking, because, I mean, the way he kind of, like, like, he He does make not respecting a woman's right to choose a banger. Yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So, I mean, this isn't, (laughs) yeah, it's not an endorsement of the message. I do think, I think the thing is, is, like, when he released this, it was kind of, like, Oh, you know, when Kanye's he released releasing this, new music. thought Donda was going to follow. That's true. That's a big um, That's never coming out. No. Um, but when he put this out, I remember, well, because it was also in the height of the Black Lives Matter protests. Yeah. And it was like, oh, cool. Kanye's reacting to the moment and he's speaking about it. And like, there are moments that he talks about police brutality and things like that. But there's also the whole, you know, Oh hey, yeah, you know, but the, the tweets to follow. Yeah, and I remember, but I do remember when you, I, now I'm drawing a blank. You said this is kind of like Jesus meets Jesus is king. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I still stand by that. I would say. Yeah, which I mean, I think is kind of like, I wouldn't say Jesus is the best Kanye album, but I think you can argue that it could be, depending on your outlook. Right. Um, I don't think I would argue that, but I think it can be argued. I think if I was in the right mood, I would argue it. Um, But 
then Jesus is King, I, I don't think is a controversial thing to say is the worst one. Yeah, I would agree. Um, so I'm actually, yeah. that's, that's probably my favorite thing about Jesus is King. Is that it's the worst Kanye album? Yeah, because prior to that, it was very hard for me to say what I think is the worst Kanye West album. Um, and now it's very easy for me to say, because it's popular to say yay for that. But I really like Yay, and I was gonna. We both have Yay songs, so I was gonna say, and I'll yeah. save the rest for that. But I like that album, so I don't. I like not having to say that that's the worst album. I like Yay, but I think when you look at Kanye's whole discography, it makes Yay sense to put that as a box. Is the weakest, yeah. Yeah, and that's fair. But again, there's, there's, there, we'll get to that. But let's keep on rolling along. So. There's a good possibility that this is wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's right. It's American Boy by Estelle, which features Kanye West. This is yes. one champion sound. Yeah, Estelle, we about to get down. Get down. Who the hottest in the world right now? Just touched down in London town. Bet they give me a pound. Tell them put the money in my hand right now. Set up a motor, we need more seats. We just sold out all the floor seats. Take me on a trip, I'd like to go someday. Take me to New York, I'd love to see LA. I really want to come pick it with you. You'll be my American boy. He said. On your list, you had it as by Kanye featuring Estelle. That, yeah, that's the that's the version that I have. It's the version that I have is from the Good Friday releases. Oh, okay. So like even sense. so like on on the on the Good Friday collections I have, uh, like for example, like this, uh, E. T. by Katy Perry is on that song, which features Kanye. But I have okay. it as E. T. by Kanye West featuring Katy featuring Perry. Katy Perry. Um, but no, but yes, my my choice is uh, American Boy by Estelle. Great fucking song. Yeah, I, I, like, I, I like it yeah. when a feature artist is heard before the main artist. I think that's fun. Kanye's the first person we hear on this track. Um, that's a, why, do you know why you like that? Or just like... Because I like it when the... Because it's... A, I like that it's not all that we hear from him. He gives us like 30 seconds at the beginning and then a, a longer verse towards the end. But I... I don't like to wait too long for a feature because I feel like if I'm waiting for a feature, especially from an artist that I like, I'm going to build it up in my head a little bit more. So like if Kanye only came into this song at like the two minute mark or whatever, then yeah. for the first two minutes, I would likely be thinking, oh, can't wait for that Kanye verse. Can't wait for Kanye to get here. Luckily, the, this song I think is very good on Estelle's part as well. But I yeah. do think that Kanye helped make it the hit that it is. That's Especially because totally we, we haven't heard from Estelle since. Respectfully. Yeah. I like, admittedly, so I hadn't heard the song. Um, really? Before. Yeah. You haven't and heard the now song I'm, at all before? I'm pretty sure never before. And just kind of like looking, and granted, I didn't do my research, but looking at when it was released, it kind of checks out because 2008, I yeah. wasn't really listening to rap music. Um, this, is, this is like pop song, though. This is pop radio. Right? I wasn't listening to pop, pop okay. music either. I, I listened to Metallica and Marilyn Manson. Then. All right. I'm thinking like this is a song going back to the, the camp that I went to. This is a song we'd hear on just like playing at the speakers at camp. This is a song that if I'm at a bar and people are doing karaoke, I can do both parts of this song by myself. I'm actually 
surprised though that I hadn't heard it though, just because I'm looking at the Genius page and it's like, oh, it won a Grammy Award, it won yeah. VMAs, and I'm like, oh wow, I just wasn't paying attention to things yeah, in 2008. Well, yeah. you're welcome for bringing. Yeah, no, I'm stoked. I would. I really enjoyed it. I don't have much else to say about it besides the fact that I liked it. But it, I, yeah, I had no idea what this was. Uh, I will. I will add that um, this song brings uh, what wh- what the internet will call big short king energy. Uh, when Estelle <sighs> says the line, "I just met this five foot seven guy. That's just my type." Ooh. Because as right. as uh, I'm I'm personally I'm five foot eight. Um, but it's it's very nice to imagine that a five foot seven guy is just anyone's type. Yeah, yeah. Most people don't. Because <laughs> like, there's there's uh, that falls on skeptical ears when I hear her say it. If I'm being honest. If if you ever get a chance to sit down with Estelle, you could be like, or <laughs> how shitty would it be if you were? I would I would say, hey sister, it's really really nice to meet you. Like. What if you were in a restaurant and like you saw Estelle and you're like, oh my god, that's Estelle. And then she's sitting and you're like, oh, is that her husband or boyfriend or whatever? And then like you go and meet them and he stands up and then he's, he's like, like six, seven three. feet tall. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, you lied. I honestly, I would, you know what? Growth. The song's from 10 years ago, you know? People change. Fair. And I also, um, I like that uh Kanye is open in his verse about things like the press not liking him like he says who killing him in the UK everybody gonna say UK reluctantly because most of this press don't fuck with me like he knows that people don't like him despite how many people really fucking like him yeah so and I like yeah that was a that was a good line. I enjoyed that. Uh, Fallout Boy covered this apparently. Really good for them. I don't know. Well, yeah, I guess it Let was just that live. That's fun. I'll I'll find that. Yeah, okay. it sounds like it was just live and like it was maybe yeah, just a snippet. But yeah, cool. Um, let's keep on rolling along into my Pablo pick. Which is wolves. I know it's corny niggas you wish you could unswallow. I know it's corny bitches you wish you could unfollow. I know it's corny niggas you wish you could unswallow. Hey, I know it's corny bitches you wish you could unfollow. I know it's corny niggas you wish you could unswallow. You try to play nice, everybody just took advantage. You left your fridge open, somebody just took a sandwich. I said, baby, what if you was clubbing, thugging, hustling before you met your husband? Then I said, what if Mary? Um, because I think we need an emo president. Um, Wolves might be my favorite song off Pablo. The fact that you just mentioned emo president <laughs> brings me to a point that I I I, I plan to bring up at some point. Um, I'm very surprised that you don't have any songs from 808s and Heartbreaks on your list. I'm not a big 808s guy. That's I like it for what it is. Because I feel like yeah. a lot of the That's rap you listen to is like the auto-tune sad boy. Here, and that, that kind of invented that. Here, here's why I'm not a big 808s fan. And I totally know that this is stupid. In, two, that, what was that, 2008, right? Yeah. When that album came out, I wasn't really listening to rap music to begin with. Um, but I remember I followed this guy on YouTube who was a critic and he would just rant 
and he would just be like, this song sucks, this artist sucks. And he went on this long rant about how 808s and Heartbreak was bad. And I've listened to it since then, and like I've enjoyed it, but I always have part of it in my mind that I'm like, 808s and Heartbreak is bad. Um, and you know, like, I, it's I will, so stupid, but like- I will that, say that you're right. It is stupid of you to say that. Yeah. I feel that way. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not so much that I feel that way. It's just that like, I don't, it, it never like stuck with me, I guess, because I, I went in with that being the only preconceived notion that I had. You know what? I will, I will say though, there are, there's, there's like specific Kanye songs that I didn't like for a very long time. And then yeah. one time I heard them at just like the right mood or the right state of mind. And I was like, Oh, I get it now. Yeah. That, like, and, that's and I'll, something I'll that, that happens to me. Not on either of our lists. Uh, I, I, this is a song that for probably before the last five years, some people would have called this the worst Kanye West song. The song Drunken Hot Girls. I genuinely enjoy Drunken Hot Girls. And for, for a very long time, I did not like that song. And I, I, I just didn't fuck with it. And I, when it would come on, I didn't skip it because I respected the sequence of the album. But when it would come on, I didn't like it. And then after a while, I too started to go through too much bullshit just to fuck with these Drunken Hot Girls. And, and, it, like, and, oh, it, and I understood it. That was, yeah, that was around the time that it struck me because I was like in college and I was like, oh, I, I'm like, yo, drunken hot girl. You know, um, and, and I'm going to I'm going to bring this up for a third time in maybe 10 minutes. Graduation was an album that I would listen to when I would drive to work at the camp a lot. Oh, there you go. I say the camp. It was a summer camp, not a concentration. <laughs> it was a compound. <laughs> <laughs> oh. but yeah um, but, i like wolves we're, we were talking about wolves yeah wolves i like this because this gave us the iconic tweet that gets taken out of context a lot where kanye just wrote i'm a fix wolves and anyone who doesn't know that that's a kanye west song thinks he's gonna do like surgery on animals <laughs> but keep talking i want to show you something um no i just really enjoy this because it gives the opportunity to all right I'll let you show it and then. This is a beer from when Pablo came out. Oh, that's sick. It's empty now, obviously, because I drank it. Unfortunately, the beer wasn't very good, but it's called I Miss the Old Kanye. And, it, nice. and that's what it says on all the, it doesn't say Life of right. Pablo. It says I Miss the Old Kanye. So, what type of beer was it? Uh, Imperial Barrette Porter, one of a kind. Oh, Porter would be interesting. That's yeah, not what okay. I think of. Yeah. Honestly, if it was smaller, I probably would have liked it, but it's like, it's not a small bottle. Yeah, I drink the entire that's thing. A big and I was just like, I, I, I'm only buying it because it was Kanye. Shout out. Uh, the DeChicos and Brewster had it at the time. So. Oh, I, yo, I only buy yeah. beer from DeChicos now. It was, a, it was a really cool find in the moment. Um, my friend Jay told me about it. Shout out, Jay. But. And that's like I don't I'm not one of those guys that like keeps empty alcohol bottles for right like decoration or whatever the fuck but that one I wanted to keep obviously Frankie's lying um there's Jack Daniels bottles all on the shelf over his head this is an audio medium so he can't prove me wrong there's an empty little Jim Beam <laughs> on my desk why because I'm a functioning alcoholic <laughs> <laughs> um 
No, but with walls, Not for decoration, it's because I'm lazy. I actually do have like, I I could I could get other empty alcohol vessels, just because I'm lazy and I drink in my room. <laughs> Hopefully, I said that not too loud and my mom didn't hear it. I rarely drink in my room. Another one just at my desk, just because I've been writing a lot lately. <laughs> Shout out Jump Kick! Everyone, go follow uh, Jump Kick Funding. Go take a look. <laughs> um. Yeah, wolves. <laughs> wolves. Um, what this song always makes me think of was seeing Kanye on the Pablo tour. Oh, I'm still and so like, jealous of that. Oh, it was so good. And like, that was like, I had like a great seat because I was like over the stage. So like, it like would have been a shitty seat for like any other concert. But for that, it was great. Exactly. And I just remember him being at the other end of the arena and the stage being stopped and him doing this. And then I just remember, and I could be just imagining this and it was, and my memory was wrong, but just at the end, the instrumental cut, and then you just hear Kanye go, fucking wolves. And I'm like, oh yeah, <laughs> this song hits. He also, he did this on the SNL 40th anniversary. Did he? Yeah, the, the SNL 40th anniversary special, he did this live with Sia and Vic Mensa because obviously they're the featured artists on the version he did. And it was just like such a weird choice for the SNL um, 40th anniversary special. But Kanye was just an artist, like he, he just has such a relationship with performing at SNL, despite the line that we mentioned earlier in Power, yeah. that Lauren was just like, yeah, do, you, you, do, you do what you think is do right. Wanna... Yeah, now that I'm like looking at like a screenshot, it, this actually does ring a bell. Um, yeah, it was very they were like I, laying down on the floor for it it was weird i think just because it's weird it like it like doesn't seem like it should be part of the the 40th anniversary especially because, um, like the, the 40th like the the there wasn't like a regular audience at the 40th the 40th was no it was a celebrities bunch of other fucking celebrities doing collective bits so, so it's like fucking larry david watching this fucking performance like oh god that's a thing i've always been curious about because i I remember when I was doing slam poetry in college, we were, we had nationals coming up and I remember we were trying, we would do like weekend retreats around events where we'd go to our coach's apartment in Harlem and just like get ready. And I remember we were talking like, oh, hey, nationals is in like three weeks. Can we come to your apartment next weekend and do a retreat? And she was like, um, I would say yes, but I actually have tickets to SNL that week. And it was pop it was the week Pablo came out. Oh, that's and cool. I, I remember I was like Was it hey, oh, oh so she was at the Kanye performance one? Yes. Oh, that's cool. That's really cool. Oh well, so here's the thing. I don't know if she actually went because I vaguely remember her being sick. And it wasn't like she was a Kanye fan, so she didn't talk about yeah. it. Still, also, Melissa McCarthy hosted that week, so... Oh, yeah. It was, like, a good episode. week to go to SNL. Yeah. But, yeah, because I remember being like, oh, hey, Kanye. I'm like, can yeah, we yeah. come? Can we still come? Yeah. That's awesome. But, yeah. Yeah. I hope that she went. I hope I she If she listens to this, Julie, hit me up. <laughs> um, but, anyway, let's roll on in to your next pick which was Flashing Lights, a late edition. Flashing lights, 
but she believe in shoes and cars. What um, uh, I I really like this song, obviously. Um, I wanted to have graduation representation on this album because, or on this playlist, because that's an album that I really like. And I think this is the right song. I like where I placed it in the playlist as well, because yeah. we have the the five bangers to start, and this is like this is like a banger with a dark side. Yeah, I don't know if you've seen. Have you seen the music video for this one? I know you've seen this one. I have not. Okay, so I'm not going to spoil the music video for this one for any of the listeners but again worth a watch i would say but it's just i I love like the there's like a darkness to this one with like it it, it's like the it it feels like it's showing like the the dangers of decadence in a way where like it's it's like oh it's so cool It, it actually reminds me there's very few kanye songs that remind me of other kanye songs but this song feels like the the spiritual prequel to devil in a new dress Okay, I can see another that. song I can yeah. reference because neither of us put it on, but that also made it almost made it to my playlist. But like, that's fair. I one of the things that stopped me is that uh, John Barnes put it on the playlist when he was on the show. Oh, when he did the solo episode. Yeah, so I didn't want to. I didn't want because I know the goal of the show is to listen to every song that's ever been released. So I don't want you to have a song that's. Uh, You're the second I person. I want you to have to I want to make Uh, I want to make this impossible task easier on you. Thank you, I appreciate it. No, I I definitely agree with banger with the darks. Just because uh, I don't necessarily uh, like listen to this for darkness, but it's chilled and 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 again, I am I also have the music video in mind, so so I can make that because there's darkness in the music video. I'll say yeah. it that way. Like, but this is also the turning point of my playlist. This is song six okay. of 10. So we've hit the halfway point and this is where it starts to, because Kanye is not always butterflies. And that's why I didn't choose The Good Life off of graduation because it's not always The Good Life as much as I love that song as well. But it's this is where things start to take a turn in my playlist. That's totally fair. I feel like I feel like that's an aspect of Kanye I didn't represent as much. Um, I do a little bit, but not as closely. I, yeah, I, th- I think I think you have some picks for that, but um, but well, yeah, like no. I, said, cause I wanted this to I wanted this playlist to be able to my playlist to be able to stand on its own and be like a cohesive yeah. unit. So I wanted to create a journey to a sense with it. I dig that. I totally I totally get that. And yeah, yeah. Let's roll on in to my next pick, which was the complete opposite of that. It's Run This Town featuring Rihanna and Jay-Z. Being Joe Blow to everybody on your dick, no homo. I bought my whole family whips, no vovos. Next time I'm in church, please, no photos. Police escorts, everybody passports. This the life that everybody asks for. This a fast life, we are on a crash course. What you think I rap for, to push a fucking rap for? But I know that if I stay stunting, all these girls only gonna want one thing. I could spend my whole life goodwill hunting. Only good gonna come is as good when I'm coming. She got an ass that a yeah. A Jay Z um, song. A Jay Z song. So um, we each have one technically not a Kanye main event. Do we? Do I only have one? Yeah, I guess it is just one of each. Yeah. But yeah, I kind of. I mean, I wanted a hype track, and I also thought, well, if Kanye. Great choice. I almost, almost made it to my list. I mentioned that to you earlier. 
yes. And I was like, well, Kanye's gonna be president. He's gonna run this town. Um, and this was another one. While, you know, I like Kanye's verse in this. I really do. I, you know, I love, you know, what do you think I rap for to push a fucking rap for? Right. You know, like, you know, the, so it's crazy how you can, yeah, it's crazy how you can go from being Joe Blow to everybody on your dick, no homo. I would like, say, and, and I don't want to jump on the point that I think you're about to make, but I do think Jay-Z is rapping better in this song. Yeah. But I think Kanye has more quotables. Uh, I, yeah. I give a damn about the drama that your dude bring. I'm just trying to change the color on your mood ring. Mood ring. What a Perfect. Facebook status. Oh my God. Like 2009, I think this song was. I promise you yes. that was everywhere on a Facebook status. Oh, it's it's so good. For years. Like, to come. I mean that's that's the thing about Kanye that it doesn't it like always comes up when the albums come out, but it doesn't necessarily get brought up in hindsight is how like he's so immensely quotable and like he'll always have lines that stick out like one that's not on either of our playlists, you know, father stretch her hands, you know, if I'm going to fuck this model and she just bleached her asshole and I get bleach on my t-shirt, then I'm going to feel like an asshole or actually, hurry up with my damn croissant. He's talked about that line, that line specifically. He's, he, he said something along the lines of like, at first I wasn't sure whether or not to include that line, but now when that song comes on in the club, that is the line that everyone stops and screams. And he's right. Yeah. It's, it's the power of the controversy behind it. Where like, it, yeah. where, when you hear it for the first time, you, your, your jaw drops a little and you're like, sorry, what? <laughs> but once yeah. it becomes kind of like the, the socially known and acceptable thing, you're in the club screaming, bleach my asshole. Like, yeah. But like, that's true for like, there's so many songs where he has, you know, yeah. too many Urkels on your team. That's why he wins low. You know, um, uh, let me. It's it's let let me hit it raw without the outcome. None of us would be here without come. Oh yeah, that is, none is of that us Pablo. Here. Yeah, no, that's yeah, uh, that's yay. Oh, okay, that's yay. He, he says none of us would be here without come. And then a few blotters later, he says, "I love your titties because they prove I can focus on two things at once." It's so. Like, I love them. I love them. Those aren't good things to say, maybe, but like, I'm glad they've been said, and I've been able to hear them be said. Um, the other one I like is I hope she like Nikki. I make her a monster. Not have a menage as I'm just being silly. Which again, another classic. Although we know we know from the voicemail that follows that Nikki came up with that line. Oh yeah, that she was just like say it like this, and it's like hell yeah, dope. Yeah, but yeah, so and, and, we, and could, we could also bring up the the fact that Kanye has had other artists write for him very frequently. Yeah. Sky High, the Prince has written a lot of his work, but I also think it's less. And and this could just be my opinion on it. I feel like it's less Sky High writing just all the bars and more Kanye just being extremely collaborative. Yeah, because I desire, don't necessarily. Go ahead. There in in Black Skinhead where he says my leather black jeans on, the story behind that line is there was just a guy in the studio that had leather black jeans on. Kanye liked them, mentioned them in the song, and gave that guy a writer's credit. 
So maybe Kanye yeah. is just getting his people paid. Like, I mean, it's possible. There, I there, was, like, there was shit when All Day came out. Again, not on either of our lists. There was shit when All Day came out about how it had like 30 writers. And it was like, yeah. well, maybe Kanye is just fucking putting food on the table. Like, I don't know. Like, yeah, this, what episode did this, this came up in, I think the boy band episode or something where I talked about like, oh, you know, there's all sorts of like, you know, there's interpolations and things like that where like he'll, th- he'll throw in a line quoting someone else just for kicks. Right. And it's like, and then he has a quote. And like Kanye also throws in the ridiculous features. Otis featuring Otis Redding. It's like, Otis Redding wasn't featured. He's sampled, but still. Right. <laughs> As if he I am a God featuring God. <laughs> oh, God. Fantastic. But, but yeah, yeah no. I think run, run this town is so good. Like that's that was another one where like not so much Jay, not even just Jay Z as a rapper, but Jay Z as a musician because that is such a perfect song. Yeah, I agree in every sense. Just like, and you can put that on in so many contexts, and like it's always going to be like a feel good track. There is, and I almost hesitate to mention this, but I've already started talking. There is a. Uh, Childish Gambino remix of this song from from way before he ever put out a commercial debut where it's him rapping over each verse and just keeping the beat in the Rihanna hook it's not bad not nearly as good as this song but not bad I'll I'll have to check that out I know you don't fuck with him that heavy but yeah I was gonna say I've been I've on the record said I'm not a big Childish Gambino fan but I know um Let's roll on into your next pick, which was Love Lockdown from 808s and Heartbreak. I, again, I'm a broken record here, but I love this song. Uh, I think this is one of the best songs off of 808s and Heartbreak. And I have a very specific uh, comparison that I want to use from this song. And then honestly, we can move on right after this. But this song reminds me, uh, this song makes me think about Tetris, the video game Tetris. Because it's very similar in each verse. And it's like when you're playing Tetris, Every time you level up, it gets a little harder, a little faster, a little more intense. And so like I could see that. verses are kind of yeah. like the levels where like once you once you're done with a verse, the hook comes back in and it's similar, but every time you hear it, it's a little harder and a little more instrumental, it's a little more drums, a little more intense. Until at the end it's fucking pounding. This is another great music video. It's they're with they're fucking pounding on the drums and he's fucking screaming it. Oh, oh love this song. I dig that. Um yeah so i mean i've already shared my 808 story but i obviously have gone back and listened to this and i'm always kind of so i was anti 808s when it came out and like i was especially anti this because it was a single and i was like well there's no way the single's good either um and i'm always impressed wrong before exactly but i'm always impressed when this comes up and i'm just like yeah oh hey you know this this bangs so Yeah. yeah I enjoy it. 
Um, it always makes me think of ninth grade English, but I'm not going to explain why, because I think it would be too difficult. Um, so just <laughs> leave people guessing. Um, but let's roll on into my next pick, which was Wouldn't Leave uh, from Ye. They said build your own, I said halfway. I said slavery a choice, they said hi, yay. Just imagine if they caught me on a wild day. Now I'm on 50 blogs, getting 50 calls. My wife calling, screaming, say we about to lose it all. Had to calm her down, cause she couldn't breathe. Told her she could leave me now, but she wouldn't and leave. I know you wouldn't um, this was a later, well, this was originally an honorable mention that I moved it up. Um, this, I think, is my favorite song on EA because, I mean, sort of like you said, with songs being, Kanye being good as like a vulnerable artist, I think that like just having this, this was him being like, oh, hey, you know, everyone's coming against me. My wife is angry at me. And, you know, there's all this shit going on. Saying, I yeah, fucked up. And he, this, is, yeah. this is a song for everyone that's ever fucked up. Right. And the thing, too, is he's saying, I fucked up, but he's also saying, that you wouldn't leave. Yeah. Well, I think, I think, I don't think he's saying that in like a, right. yeah, you won't do like it. Like a Thank snarky. God, you won't do it. Thankfully, yeah. she's sitting by me. Yeah, I love I love this song too, and and I think I think you're of the same camp as me. I think Ye is an underrated album. Yeah, I think yeah, because I, 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 I I'm confident we've spoken about this before, but oh, one hundred. Well, because the thing that I think when Ye came out, that was also in the height of rappers putting out songs that are thirty songs, putting out albums that are thirty songs yeah. long, and yeah. for Kanye and to be like, I'm just going to do five seven albums that together were 35 songs so yeah and it's just like oh i could listen to this over and over again exactly very simply um and yeah and like i said i like when kanye talks about his personal life and you know the shit that he goes through and i mean i think you know it'd be remiss to ignore the fact that what was this 2018 you know shit kind of hit the fan for kanye he literally again that opening line. I thought about killing myself. Yeah, yeah. So you know, yeah. So it's just like I don't know. I wish I went to Wyoming for it. That would have been yeah, sick. That been um, I don't know. Maybe now that I have a journalism job, maybe they'll fly me out. Yeah, you could have gotten credentials for that. I'll 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 be in Wyoming for Donda. Maybe perfect. But yeah. Let's roll on in. Fits, okay. fits into my next one nicely. Yes. Because I, uh, well, because I know we shifted the order, but I think I got it right. Uh, yes. Your next pick which was Ghost Town, also from Ye, featuring Party Next Door. I want to lay down like I did on Sunday. Sunday, Sunday. I remember three songs Sunday. Someday, 
and 070 shake on the end. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it says it on. It the doesn't track, say it there. But oh but my god, I'm sure it the says it. Reason that I picked this song because that end, that ending where it's I put my hand on the stove to still to see if I still bleed. Yeah, that's one of those things I could listen to that last like thirty second part on a loop for ten hours. Oh yeah, that I feel is kind of free. Oh, just keep going. Uh, every time that, every is, time that song ends, I feel like it's going to keep going, and I get mad that it's over. That's that song was easily the highlight of the album, I think, for most people that heard it. Oh, like 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 moving, like oh, I yeah, could, because I, that was I, this is, that's one of the songs that I added more recently to this list, but I couldn't, in good conscience, make this list without it because of how much it hit me when I heard it the first time and when I continued to hear it. Yeah, I remember hearing that for the first time and just being like, "Oh, this is this is the best song on the yeah. album." And and and, and, and I think stand. because because it's 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 living in the darkness, but it's not afraid of it. And I think that's kind of like it it, it makes me yeah. think of the cover of "I'm I Hate Being Bipolar." It's awesome or whatever it says, and it's just yeah. I'm, it, it's it's just opening openly living in the darkness, but being hopeful that it's going to get better knowing that I'm human and this, this might be a down, but it's not an out and oh, love it. Love it. Yeah. It's yeah. And it sounds so chronically good. It can, it can be that meaningful and still fucking sound pretty like, Oh, wonderful. You know what this made me end up thinking about too, especially just hearing you talk about that was not to go back to seeing, uh, not to go back to when I went to the St. Pablo tour, but when I heard Ultralight Beam live on that tour. Yeah, that makes sense. And because just because, like, I'd heard Ultralight Beam a hundred times before that, you know, and, I mean, I'm pretty sure I've talked about this on the podcast. I wear uh, ear, uh, earplugs whenever I go to concerts. Um, sometimes I'll take them out, but so for that show, I had them in the whole time. And I took them out at the very end and during the why send depression, not blessings thing. And 2016, uh, rough year for a lot of people, yeah. um, especially later in that year. But I was, it was like September, August or so that that show was. And I just remember it was already a hard year for me and just like crying hearing that. And then, you know, this is sort of the same thing, you know, just being like, yeah, I, can, oh, yeah, I, can I still feel it. You like that, especially live. Yeah. So, yeah, but yeah, and I think that that last verse, and especially just the way you put that, it works. Yeah. It works very well. But yeah, let's roll on in to my next song, which was so appalled. We a law, we don't give a fuck about y'all. I got dogs that'll chew a fucking hole through the wall. But since they all love us, I need more rubbers. And if I don't use rubbers, need more covers. Housekeeping, I mean, goddamn, one time. Let it be a bad bitch sweeping. That know we get O's like Tibios. That know because they seen us in the videos. That know the day that you play me, it be the same day MTV play videos. That was a little joke. Voila. Um, which features so many people. <laughs> um, That's one of the things I don't like about the listings on 
uh, on Apple, Apple Music yeah. and the streaming services of Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. It doesn't always show you the features in the title. So sometimes I fucking forget who's on because like Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy is a big teamwork album. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many people. Um, you have the list? I, uh, let's see if I have. I just pulled up the Genius page. Because I know Jay Z's on it. I'm pretty sure Pusha T is on it. Swizz Beats, RZA, and Sci High the Prince. Sci High's on it? Okay. Yeah. Um, and I mean, just kind of, this is a good posse track. Yeah, you know, there's so much shit. Yeah. Pretty much everyone has a pretty good verse. Yeah. Um, I actually, when I tweeted the thing about Jay-Z... Is this the one you were listening that, to? This is what I was listening to, and I was like, oh, hey, this is actually, like, So Paul, really let my good. them all. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, you know, not necessarily a standout. And, I mean, this is not necessarily something that gets talked about, even in the context of that album. I love the, the hook, One Hand in the Air, that Swiss Beats sings. Yep. Um, but the reason I included this is because if Kanye is in his presidential campaign, I'm so appalled, spalding ball, balding Donald Trump taking I'd, dollars I'd from like y'all. I that line played a big part in making Oh, 100%. Yeah. Although this is always, I've always liked this, especially just for the hook, just because. Yeah. It's really good. You know, <laughs> Swiss Beats kind of sounds like Axl Rose. And I feel like no one's ever made that comparison, but like it kind of sounds like no made that comparison. Yeah, it kind of sounds I'm, like I'm a Guns N' Roses ballad. Not to be controversial, probably a popular opinion. This is one of my favorite albums of all time. Yeah, no, this is. Uh, I mean, where did this rank on the Rolling Stone 500 album? I haven't read the whole thing yet, so I don't know. I haven't read the whole thing, but I, I scrolled through. It come, ooh, pulling out the vinyl and the CD. Baby. I don't have the vinyl. I should get the vinyl. When I have a record player, I will. What'd you say? I think like two years ago as like a Christmas gift to myself. That's like one of those albums that if if I had a record player, I'd own it already. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just because I don't own them one. It's just I, would, I wouldn't have bought it if I didn't have one, probably. Yeah. And but like I'm sure it's beautiful on the inside, too. Yeah, it is. It's nice. I'll send you pictures after. Yeah, uh, yeah. that's one... I don't know. I wish I wish I could have seen Kanye on the Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy tour. Crazy. That and the Yeezus tour. Yeah. Yeah. Wild. But let's roll on in to your next pick. We, twice, we twice in a row, the, same album. We got back. the parallels very good. Yeah. Uh, Runaway featuring Pussy T from My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. This is another one. Pause this and go watch the video of him doing this at the VMAs. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be harder that to recently. find. Or no, I think they recently put it on YouTube, actually. For a long time, it wasn't on YouTube. And I had, I had the video, the Vimeo link saved to my work computer back when I was still working my tech job. And I would just watch it at work sometimes. 
And it's just, oh, this song, man. And this is another one where like, I couldn't in good conscience make this podcast, this playlist without this song. It's just- it's, I was very tempted to include this, but I didn't want to do three beautiful dark twisted fantasy tracks. That's fair. I, I wouldn't have wanted to duplicate it that much either. I tried to not do that as yeah. well. But it's it's like, I think it's one of the most iconic songs that he's made. Um, yeah. Real iconic, just one single piano push. Like if oh, I yeah. just that piano key anywhere, I'll know. Again, it's going to be another fucking camp story. I remember one of the music guys at camp just hitting that key and me turning and looking at him. And when we made eye contact, he just kept doing it. Cause like he knew that I knew and he was just putting it out there to see if anyone knew. And it was just like that, like Kanye dog whistle of like, Oh, and like, and like, he just I'm actually, I'm actually going to ask. Cause I, I know you worked with him at a camp and maybe I'll redact his name. It was it Max no, Ship? No, it wasn't Max. But he would have known it too. Uh, but if he, if well, he, was there, he probably would have known it too. Well, cause when we were in music theory, I remember him doing that. <laughs> I believe it. It wasn't Max. Uh, but shout out Max Ship. Um, but yeah, this is just such a great song. There's a story behind Pusha T's verse that I'm pretty sure this is how the story goes, where Pusha T came in to record the verse. And the first time he recorded the verse, Kanye didn't like the verse and kept making Pusha T rewrite it and kept saying, be more of an asshole. Be more oh, of an I have asshole heard this. on this song. Yeah. You are not being enough of an asshole on the song. Keep rewriting it until I feel like you are sufficiently an asshole on this song. And then when you hear the finished product, mission accomplished. Like, <laughs> Yeah. It, it's truly a toast to the douchebags. Like, Oh, totally. There's so much. There's so much good shit in this. Like it's it's hard. You know, there's of course the chorus, but there's also you know I sent this bitch a picture of my dick. You know, don't know what it is with females, but I'm not too good with that shit. And that was so and that's, that's a reference to his actual leaked nude. Yeah, like that. He's he's talking about a dick that a lot of people have seen. Like this is one of those songs where it's almost a double edged sword for me because if it comes on. I'm going to listen to the whole thing. Oh yeah. Like even if I'm late for something sitting in my car, listening to the last five minutes of it, like I'm going to listen. I love, I adore the auto tune at the end. The auto tune at the end is probably my favorite use of auto tune in anything because he doesn't use it. Yeah. I think that's fair. I think it's extremely lyrically. It's a guitar solo. Yeah, exactly. And it's just, I love so much about this track. It's yeah, so good. Um, yeah. I looked up how to play it on guitar. It's not that hard. Um, so, yeah. Fun stuff. I'll, if Sean breaks out an acoustic guitar at his party on Saturday, I'll play it. <laughs> good. We'll all toast to the douchebags. Yeah. Um, let's keep on rolling along into... Um, the last Jay-Z appearance. Um, Diamonds from Sierra Leone, fe- the remix featuring Jay-Z. Feel the vibe. The rock is still alive every time I rhyme. Forever, ever, forever, ever, 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 ever. Close your eyes and imagine. 
feel the magic Vegas on acid Seen through East St. Laurent glasses And I've realized that I've arrived Cause it take more than a magazine to kill my vibe Does he write his own rhymes? Just sort of, I think him That mean I forget better than you ever thought of Damn, is he really that caught up? I um, I really picked this I picked this one because I love Jay-Z's verse. So, okay. I like Kanye, but like, this is, is that like... What, since that's what you're starting with, I'm going to go straight into my story about the song, if you'll allow me. Okay, go ahead. Have I told you my story about this song, about using the song in an essay? You may have, but I, I can't remember. So when I was, it was my sophomore year of college, when I was still at Manhattan College, uh, I was taking uh, a class called Intro to Broadcasting. I was a communication major with a focus in broadcasting. And for our midterm, uh, it, it was like a, it was like choose four out of these six questions and respond to them in essay format. And so I was like, okay, I'll do that. And one of them, one of the ones that I chose was about the business of communication, the business of broadcasting. And, um, and so I started it and I couldn't, like, I couldn't think of like a way to start it. So I, the first line in the essay I wrote was, rapper Jay-Z once said, I'm not a businessman, I'm a business. Man, I'm man. a business man. And then just wrote the rest of the essay from there. And I get the midterm back. I got uh, a B plus on it. And so I was very happy about that. And I, after the professor hand, after our professor handed him back at the end of the period, I went over to him and I said, Hey, um, was it cool that I did that Jay Z verse that, that Jay Z reference? I wasn't sure if that, if that was like, okay or not. He's like, yeah, man, I thought that was fine. So then for our final, it was same format, 20 multiple choice, and then choose four out of the six essays. For every single essay, regardless of topic, I started with rapper Jay-Z once said, Jay-Z. I'm not a businessman, I'm a business man. man. And just wrote whatever the rest of the essay was going to be about. Still got a B plus. So That's good. Um, so I guess he just respects the callback, maybe. <laughs> but, <laughs> so um, um, besides the fact that it's a fucking great song, I'll always love it for that. Absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, that's the... I mean, that's one of Jay-Z's most famous lines. And there's a reason that I think about, I think about that line every day. I believe that. Every day for my life. It's because I'm also a business man. Exactly. Um, Everyone wants to be a business man. Yeah. Um, And I don't, I like, like, Kanye's verse is great. It is very good. It hits two verses, the chorus, the, the James Bond theme sample. It's all amazing you know and like it's you know it's great to have kanye again rapping about always very good oh the way they always takes me by surprise they pass that baton oh even though i know it's coming and i just hear yup i got it from i got it from here yay damn love it it's just like oh cool you know i'm like oh yeah this is still the same song it's uh it's hard like i don't I mean, uh, I think it's clear from this podcast, I prefer the later Kanye stuff, or maybe now at this point in time, middle Kanye stuff. But like, this is just Kanye at his best, like, as a producer, and recognizing that the remix was better than the original song. That's what I was gonna say. This will be the last thing I say about it. The the version without Jay-Z is included at the very end of Late Registration. Yeah. And I almost think it shouldn't be. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I'll say. That's totally fair. 
But let's uh, roll this on home with your last pick, which was St. Pablo from The Life of Pablo. You said he's way out of control. I just feel like I'm the only one not pretending. I'm not out of control. I'm just not in a control. I know I'm the most influential. That time cover was just confirmation. This generation's closest thing to Einstein. So don't worry about me, I'm fine. I can see a thousand years from now in real life. Skate on a paradigm and shift it when I feel like. Control conventional thought, don't need to question. I know it's antiquated, so sometimes I get aggressive. Thank God for Jay Electra, he down with the mission. Did it with no permission, on our own conditions. Most blacks with money have been beaten to submission. Yeezy with the big house did it way different. Never listen to Hollywood producers. Don't stare at money too long. It's Medusa. The ultimate Gemini has survived. I wasn't supposed to make it past 25. Yeah, and you look at this. Is which a I believe is featuring Sampha. Yes. This is another one where, like, it, it might be a song that you've never heard before if you're not someone that listens right. to Kanye albums all the way through. But it's also a song that was added late to the life of pablo yeah it was added like a few weeks later and i remember this that was when he was doing his thing going back and editing exactly and i remember that because when pablo came out and he references this on the song he says a million illegally downloaded my truth over the drums yeah when pablo came out it was only available on title and so most yeah. people were just sharing files of it that their friends had sent them that they downloaded and that's how i had it because i didn't at this point, I wasn't on streaming services yet. I was still buying. Right. Music, a good little boy. And so, and I was pissed that this wasn't going to be coming out on an actual CD because I have all of Kanye's shit on CD and I wanted to get this on CD. And, and I was bummed about that. But my friend Luke, shout out Luke, he sent me the file as soon as he got it. And, and I was so excited. And so for a while, I only had like the not fixed version of Wolves. And I had like yeah. the version without Pablo. And then eventually he put Pablo out and I first heard it on YouTube and I was like, fuck, I really love this song. I love this fucking song. And so for a while I would just listen to it on YouTube before I had like, before it was like on Apple music and I had Apple music and could listen to it there. But since then it's just, it's so fucking good, man. This is like, it's, it's the last song on life of Pablo. So it's also the last song on my playlist. Cause I love little congruency there. Yeah. But it's just like him being like so open and honest and like, like shit is not good. Like this is Kanye very openly saying like, things are not always fucking cool for me, dude. Like, I I think yeah. I'm I think I'm great and I think I'm gonna be great and I think I'm capable of making things great. But like, right now is not that moment for me. Like he says, I I know I'm the most influential. That time cover was just confirmation this generation's closest thing to Einstein. So don't worry about me. I'm fine. Like he still has yeah. that braggadocious while he's talking about how much debt he's in. Like, oh, love this song. I forgot Everything. about him being in debt. And again, still beautiful the entire time. Oh yeah. Um, the, the line that sticks out to me the most in this song always, and it always has since it first came out was because I think we mentioned this in one of the last episodes we did. Kanye and I have the same birthday. Yes, I'm jealous of um, that. He, the I believe, ultimate is Gemini has arrived. <laughs> exactly. The ultimate Gemini has survived. I wasn't supposed to make it past 25. Yep. Um, 
which I mean now is true for me. I'm 26. Yes. You know? yes. I can I can I made it past 25. Um yeah, me too. I did I, that earlier this month. Yeah. And I I just when I think about this song, that's the line that always sticks out to me. Because I remember the first time hearing it and being like, the ultimate Gemini has survived and knowing I had the same birthday and being like, oh shit. This is this is me and Kanye having a line together. Yeah. Yeah. You guys having a moment. <laughs> Even though he doesn't you guys know me. having just that moment together. Exactly. Right, right. No, Kanye, he knew, no, he knew when he wrote it. He was like, he was like, this is going to fuck with this. That's why he added it to the album. Kanye is so on my, my bucket list of interviews. And uh, if Kanye hears this somehow, oh, some way, I want to I interview Kanye, you. follow me on Instagram. I'm trying to hit a thousand. <laughs> does he still have Instagram? He does. He recently started posting again, but I think he only follows Kim. I'm not 100% sure. I'm not sure. Uh, I don't know. I, um, I know for a fact been, he's been posting again recently, but. Um, have you been to his campaign website? No. I'll send you a link. It's like, it's like, it's like kind of what you'd expect. Kind I mean, I've been, to, I've been to his Twitter, so kind of. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, but not that. It's, I'll, I'll send you the link. All right. Because uh, yeah. I've had to visit it for work before. Good, because um, I've been meaning to donate. Um, I don't. Is there a, there is a place. I don't know. I'll, you can buy merch. I'll send you the, link. the $100 hoodie is your donation. I don't think you can buy merch, which is upsetting. There was um, merch. He posted that there was merch. Yeah, he, it was never up for sale. Because one of the things I wrote about was, uh, where can you buy the merch? Are you sure? Because I'm pretty sure he posted, like, sales numbers. Uh, I mean, I don't know. We'll check. We'll, we'll fact check this. Yeah. Jesse, fact check that. <laughs> um, anyway, let's bring this on home with my last pick, which was Jesus Walk. Young and restless, or restless, might snatch your necklace. The next is might jack your Lexus. Somebody tell these who Kanye West is. I walk through the valley of the shower, death is. Top floor, if you alone, I leave you breathless. <gasps> Try to catch it, it's kinda hard getting choked by the Texas. Yeah, yeah, and I check the method. They be asking us questions, harassing, arresting, saying we pieces of. Are you showing me your deck? No, I'm not. I'm trying to. You look are showing me your deck. <laughs> I'm staring at, con- at Frankie's crotch. Oh, here it is. I was looking for this cow. It's normally somewhere else on my desk, but it was in a different spot, so I was concerned. <laughs> I thought you were going to like show me another, like a Jesus Walks thing. You were no, just showing me like a crucifix with Kanye. On just it. normally the cow is next to uh, Franklin from the Peanuts. Uh, on my desk, but he wasn't, so I was concerned. Or she wasn't. All cows are female. Although it looks like the horns, it's probably a female. Anyway, your last pick. Um, yeah, Jesus Walks. I wanted uh, pretty now, much this, the song that Kanye debuted with, more or less. This one I've never heard. This was good. <laughs> now I'm talking with you. Yes, I this song. No, I, I, I mean, it's a good one. I recommend it. Um, find an acapella group to do it. Fun fact, three videos. And this one, I will get you another another piece of memorabilia. I think this will have to be the first one that I post on YouTube. This is the Kanye West College Dropout Ooh. Video Anthology DVD. This is, is that all... still sealed? No, 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 because I've watched it. Okay. Um, I just see the sticker. All, it's all the videos 
from the college dropout. And the, the back says, DVD includes the most groundbreaking videos of 2004. Source, Source Magazine's Video of the Year the one MVV are all down and previously unreleased two words. Plus, Slow Jam's music video, all three critically acclaimed. Plus, the hour long making of the Jesus Walks video and the eight minute long extended video for the new Get Plan. Plus, bonus CD with some remixes. So, this, this I found at the Brewster AMP and their DVD bin for like $5 in like 2013, maybe 2012. But like, what the fuck is that doing there? Like That's insane, a lot. but beneficial for me. Someone just didn't Why? want it. Why? How? Who the fuck put that there? Who the fuck? How did that end up there? <laughs> Great though. Really, honestly, a fun watch. It's like watching a whole movie. It's like watching the movie version of College Dropout. I'm sure that's on YouTube or something. I'll try to find that. Oh, yeah, of course. It's 2020. Yeah. Everything's on YouTube. But, like, to have the, the, the physical is fun. The, the physical thing, yeah. Oh, no. Because that's definitely, like, rare. You could probably get a few bucks for that if you wanted. You can only get it at the Brewster AMP. <laughs> that's the only place they sell it. And it's an Acme now, so you can't get it anymore. Frankie bought up every copy of it. I bought up all one copy. I bought that, and they also had Idlewild by Outkast, the worst Outkast album. The, like a DVD of it or the video? No, but there is a movie. They had, they had the CD. <laughs> Idlewild Uh-oh. is both a movie and an album. Grocery stores are so fucking weird. Love them. Um, but yeah, Jesus yeah, Walks was fucking was... great. There's three videos. <laughs> it was... Uh... I haven't seen all three. I've seen one of them. Okay. <laughs> There's a main one, uh, so that makes sense. But yeah, no, it's just, this was Kanye at his earliest Kanye. And it, ha- it has every trope of what you expect from a Kanye song. Like weird quotable lines, a great beat, you know. And then like him also just like being like, really yeah, just being like, uh, well, yeah, him being like, my songs are about God. Yeah. And and not giving a shit. He said, look, if it's fucking makes me make less money, at least I'll go to heaven. So Yeah. But and the, he got to reference great... it later on. And he got chance to reference it later on, so it lives forever. Well, if this takes away from my spins, which will probably take away from my ends, then I hope this takes away from my sins. And Rivet Day so about. Yep. Um yeah, I love this. Um, I think that every all-male acapella group should be forced to do it. Oh, that's a hard At stand. least once. They will at his inauguration. Probably. It's going to be like the Chicago Boys Choir oh, that doing it. Doing a, doing a medley. Didn't they do this? Did you watch the Coachella uh, Sunday service when that yeah. happened? Most of it. I did they do this? The I think they did. There's no I way remember, they didn't see Jesus walks at that, but like... Yeah. I remember I forced my parents to watch that, and they were like, why is it through a fish lens? And I'm like... You don't man. understand art, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, why are we watching this? And then eventually I was like, why am I watching this? Um, yeah, that's fair. But yeah. But yeah, great choice, great song. 
Yeah. Uh, do you have any honorable mentions you want to throw out there? Um, basically every other Kanye West song that I didn't do. <laughs> any other? Um, I, 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 uh, I, I put everything I have by him on shuffle just to kind of like see if there was anything I was missing. And I was just like, yeah. huh, this is not helpful because I'm, I feel, it makes me feel like I'm missing everything. But um, I mean, there, there's moments that I'd be like, eh, this doesn't really work. Like, yeah. Lift Yourself isn't going in. Lift Yourself, I thought about. Because I, <laughs> I, I, I still love it. I still feel like before all the poop, it's still a fucking good song. Like, Yeah. Well, I feel like, and correct me if I'm wrong, I, I do think it was you that told the story that Drake wanted that beat. It was originally for Drake. I think he made it for Drake. And then, and then Drake they had was their like, beef. okay, I'll do it. And then they got in a fight. And he was like, no, I'm going to use it to stunt on Ebro instead. And then he just did poopy scoop. Yep. Um, four or five seconds has a special place in my heart. Four or five seconds is possible. Uh, so does Facts off of Pablo. Uh, I was thinking about Blood on the Leaves off of Yeezus. Um, yikes off of Yay. Uh, I didn't have anything off a of late registration. I would have done probably either um, Diamonds like you did or We Major or Gone. But yeah, there's just th- literally everything, like every other song. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's a million. Could have I have I have two Kanye remix albums that technically couldn't have made it because they're not Kanye songs. But one is called Yeezer. It's Kanye and Weezer songs mashed up together. Ooh, that's fun. And one's called What's a Black Beetle? It's Kanye and Beatles songs mashed up together. And they're both fun. I don't know if they're on the internet anymore. Because I remember the, the Weezer one, I'm pretty sure, uh, when, when the people that made it posted, they were like, we're only keeping this up for a month. And then I remember trying to send someone the Beatles one a few years ago, and I couldn't find it anymore. But if I can, I'll send them to you. I'm sure that they're available somewhere. Yeah, like I gotta said, be. Everything's yeah. everywhere. Um, what about what you? you? Think of a net. Well, yeah, no, like you said, there were so many. Now, just kind of like at a glance, I had we had both originally had "Can't Tell Me Nothing" at different points. Right. Um, Bound two could have been in there on site. Yeah. Um, you know, Paris easily. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love the breakdown in Paris so much. Yeah, that's another um, I was between that and Otis for a while, but I was like I yeah. o- Otis just kinda hit me more, I think. Cause because I, I think thought Otis about, was a sleeper pick. Yeah. I thought about doing just to get like another feature was uh what's that song? Now I'm drawing a blank. Forever by Drake. Uh but Kanye does not steal the show on that by any stretch. Yeah, that's Eminem's and Drake's song. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, you asked what I thought about Nana Na. Um, Kanye recently posted a snippet of a DaBaby verse, and I don't know if the DaBaby verse is going to go on to Nana Na. If it does, I think you'll like it, but then I think I'll like it better because I'm not crazy about it as is. Yeah, There's some parts that I like about it, but um, I just I, I I I hope it leads us into something better. And the DaBaby verse makes me hope that Kanye is going to be working with this new crop of rappers more. Because I, because yeah. I would love, he, he's mentioned wanting to collaborate with Lil Baby. He said that Lil Baby's his favorite artist. There's been 
kind of kind of rumblings that they've already recorded something together. I would love to see Kanye work with Megan Thee Stallion. I would love to see Kanye work with Tierra Wack. I'm such a big Tierra Wack fan. I would love, I just, more, more life to her. The more she could do, the better. Um, I would love to see Kanye work with someone like Tyler, the creator, with what, with what Tyler's yeah. been doing. I think a collaboration yeah. there would be extremely interesting. And I would love Kanye's great at reaching across the aisle for features. Um, I, w- I would love to just see what he can do with that. Oh, totally. So, so yeah. Nat, he, Nat is in, I'm not loving it, but it makes me hopeful for if he, if he makes more music, because who fucking knows with him what the future will yeah. be. I hope Donda's good, if Donda ever happens. Or God's Country. I really like I God's Country as an album title. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, do you have anything else you want to mention before I hit stop on the recorder? Um, I would say vote, but I think this is going to come out after the election. Um, uh, follow me, might come follow out. me on my social medias, because those will still exist after the election. Um, and just... Speak kind to yourself and others and uh, listen to these playlists because I I know I did a good job. (laughs) (laughs) Kanye 2020. Kanye easy 2020. This has been a Lughole Podcast.